Okay, we are continuing the Arucha Shiurim. We are now in the fourth week of Skiras Pailim, Alachas of Employment, and fourth and final week, I think. And <clears throat> we're going to talk about a couple of interesting topics. The Shiurim for Chaydesh Teves, which this will be the last one because Wednesday night will be Chaydesh Shvat already. With Chaydesh Tevis was sponsored by the Nakdiman family, Linishmas, Esther Basavram, Alashal. Okay, so we're going to begin on page 72. Again, we're going to do two different topics tonight. The first one starts on page 72. And we are talking about Tznoi Ho'avoida, which are um, conditions of employment. And we'll see what that means. So if you look at the Mishnah here, the beginning of the sixth parakim of Metziah, Pegimel Amar Aleph. So it's uh, towards the bottom there. Hasoicher es Someone hires workers. Vamar lohem laharev. And he tells them, I want you to come early to to work and to stay late. So mokam shenoagu shaloi lahashkim v'shaloi laharev. So. If it's a place that the minig is, that workers do not come early, they come in those days, they come at either uh, dawn or sunrise, whatever time it was, and they leave at sunset, they don't stay late. So if that's the minig of the place, if you hire them, you assume that the conditions of employment are according to the custom of the place. The minig is to give them lunch, you got to give them lunch. The minig is to give them a snack, you got to give them a snack. And the rule is, And that's the bottom line. Everything goes with the minig of the Medina. And this is very important, because there are halachas of halachas in Shulchan Aruch that we follow, but when it comes to certain terms of employment, minig ha-medina plays a very major role when no conditions were specifically um, spoken out or said differently. Now, if you look at... No, Amar Lahem means later, he told them. I'm sorry. Oh. Not at the time of employment. You're right. Right. Amar Lahem... So let's see Taisvis. Taisvis speaks out. If you look on the top left corner there, he hired them stam. So you're right. In other words, the va'amar lahem of the Mishnah is not at the time of hire. Is later he told them Of course, if he made the condition when he hired them that I want you to come early and you have to stay late and they accepted the terms of agreement, of employment, then of course they cannot, everything goes with what was spoken out. Here they were hired, stop. And then he said to them afterwards, okay, I want you here early in the morning. And they say, hello, that's not the minute, that's not the minute Medina. Therefore he cannot force them to do that. Now, if you look back down on the bottom, skip a few lines to the Gemara, four lines from the bottom. Fracti Gemara, Pshita, isn't that Pashat? Isn't it Pashat that if you hire them stam under the assumption that they come at 9 and leave at 5, that you can't tell them to come at 7 and leave at 7? So the Gemara says, When he hired them, normal work day was 9 to 5 for $100. 
but he hired them for $150 a day. Now, he didn't speak out anything at the time of employment, but he said, I'm hiring for $150 a day. So the next day, he tells them, okay, come to work from 7 to 7. So he's saying, why? Because, look, I hired you for more money. It was very clear that I'm hiring you for more time. That's why I'm paying you more. So the Gemara says, So Yitzricha de Tavlu Egrayu, he paid them more money. Mal the same, you might think, Omar Lahu, he could tell them, Ha de Tavilu Egrayu, you know why I added more money? Adaita de Mikadmisu Mechshichtu, in order that you should come early and stay late. Bahadoi with me. Kamash Malan, so says the Mishnah, no. To Amrulay, they could answer him and say, that's not what we assumed. We assumed, hi, the toughest lot, the reason you gave us extra money, adaita davdinalach avito shapirta. You wanted us to do a better job. So you wanted to give us an incentive to work harder and do a better job. That's what we assumed that the extra money was for. But not that we should have to work more hours, the same hours, but doing a better job. Remember, we're talking about hired workers here, paid by the hour. They're going to work in the field. They could work at full kaiches, or they could work at half kaiches, right? So, obviously, the honest thing to do is to work at your full kaiches, as we'll see, but could be, and then there's extra special. So they figured that the guy wanted an extra special job, no extra hours, but that we should work extra for our money and do a better job. So, therefore, that is the chiddush of the Mishnah. When it says here that he cannot tell them to come early and stay late, is even if he hired them for more money, he didn't speak out different hours. And they have a right to say, we assume the money was to do a better job, and we talk, did a better job, and we did a better job. So we worked for our money. Okay, now, if we turn to page 74. Turn to page 74, this is the Shulchan Aruch, Simen Shin Lamed Aleph, Sif Aleph, Our Halacha, Seicher Sapoilim, V'amalam Lahashkim Laharev, Mokam Shinoagu Shaloi Lahashkim, Shaloi Laharev, Eini Yachalik Kaifan, that is our Mishnah, you can't force them. Afilu Haisif Al Sacharan, even if he had given more money, Kaven Shalai Hisna Kaim Bishasacharan, because he didn't make that tonight when he hired them. So that is our Shulchan Aruch. Now, if you look, the Shulchan Aruch is our Gemara. Now, if you look all the way down on the bottom left corner in the Chidusha Ribkivager, Chidusha Ribkivager shows you how, um, how, how important or how much uh, precedence this, um, this idea of Minaga Medina is. So Ribkivager is going on the word Shaloi Hisnekain. So he writes, It says, this is what it said on the side of Ribkivager's Shulchan Aruch. Let's say there is a contradiction, an argument, between the two parties. The Balabayis said that um, I made up with you that you are going to come early and stay late. The Balabayis said, I made up with you when I hired you. And the Bible says, it's not true. I never, I never, never had that. Mm-hmm. The Balabayas is not believed because Hakal Kaminag Hamadina. The Minag Hamadina is the default. And if he wants to prove that he went different than the Minag Hamadina, he must have proof to that. And but you'll say, okay, fine, I understand it's a suffix. Afshehu Muchzuk. What do you mean? The Balabayas is the Muchzuk. The Balabayas has the money. 
We had so many times in the beginning of our shurim, the guy who holds the money to get it out of him, you got to have very strong proof. A muxuk is very, very strong. Says Rav Kivager, even if the Balabais is the muxuk, he's saying that I made up with you something that is not the norm, he has to prove it. And if not, he has to pay. That's how strong Minag HaMedina is. Minag HaMedina is so strong that even if the Balabais is a muxuk, if he wants to say it's different than the Minag HaMedina, he's got to prove it, and if not, he must pay. That's how strong Minag HaMedina is. So, when, when we talk about in, in terms of employment, a lot of time there's in, industry, industry standards of you know what's normal in certain industries of what's expected and what's normal now some industries might not have that and that is then it needs then things are going to be very unclear but if there's a way of proving a standard in the industry so then the balabayas is going to have to prove that he didn't mean that or he didn't say that i'm saying that he actually made a condition differently be very careful if you want a specific job done make sure you speak it out and you have it in writing or you have adim because if not everything will default to the Minagah Medina. And as we see, the Minagah Medina could be so strong that even it, could be, it could even be mighty from a muqsa. So that's something very important, um, very important when it comes to employee-employer relationships, is that when it comes to the hiring, Minagah Medina plays a major role. And again, Minagah Medina for our, uh, you know, for, for, for what we're referring to, very often will be an industry custom, sometimes there's standards, um, that one could, uh, that one will rely on, and if not, it must be very clearly delineated that he didn't mean, that he didn't say that, or he didn't mean that. Okay, so that's topic number one for tonight. Let's move to topic number two. We move to page 77. Page, uh, you know, on page 75, we talked about this once before in the share, um, about not hiring oneself out for more than three years. We talked about that. We had the story of Shlaim Hager and his, uh, his Rabbonus. So let us turn to page 77. So on page 77, we are now going to talk about the obligations that a, an employee has towards his employer. On Wednesday, we'll talk about the employers, some of the employers' obligations to the employee. But here we're going to talk about the employee. So in Simon Shin Lamed Zion here, Sif Yotes, at the top of the page, on page 77, Let's say you have a poyol that is hired out to work during the day. So if he's hired out to work during the day, but he also wants to moonlight and work at night. So he's not allowed to work at night and also hire him out, himself out during the day. Why? Because if he works at night, he's going to be very tired during the day. He's not going to be able to work to his fullest. And that is not what he was hired to do. He was hired to work. So, so, so he's not allowed to do that. He is not allowed to starve himself. And he's not allowed to give up his food for his children. Unfortunately, he doesn't have enough food in his house. So he gives it away so his children should have what to eat. But because of that, he doesn't eat. 
And if he doesn't eat, he can't work so well because he doesn't have strength. By staying up late, by not eating well, a person becomes weaker. Not that he can't work, but he can't work at full strength. Now, in other words, sometimes a person thinks, when I'm working for my employer, so that's the time I give to him. The rest of my day belongs to me, and I can do what I want. And that's not true. A person has an achrayis that to do, obviously, to the best of his ability, to be able to work the best of his ability. And that might take going to sleep on time, not staying up too late, not working nights, and so on and so forth. So that is a halach and shulchan aruch. And in fact, this is not only here in Chayisha Mishpat. This is very interesting, because this halacha, I don't know which place is the repeated place, but it is also in Yeridea Hilchas Melamdim, in the halacha of teachers. The Ramah writes there, a teacher has to be careful, a Rebbe has to be careful not to stay up late, not to fast, especially like even if it's a tainus of tshuva, of course if it's a tainus seber he's allowed to, but if it's other tainus in voluntary fast he can't do that. Why? Why? Because he's hired to do a job. If you're hired to do a job, you have to be able to do it to the best of your kaychas and therefore staying up late and, uh, and, uh, and not being able to, to, to focus properly the next day is, uh, is, is a problem. And he writes over the other Ramah, and for all the other halachas of employees, go look in Chayisha Mishpat. But it's very interesting, again, this is the Mechaber, that's the Ramah, but it's interesting that he clearly brings it over there in Hilchas Melamdim. Now, let's go to Sif Chaf in the Shulchan Aruch. A worker has to make sure that he doesn't waste his time. Be mevatel, not work here, a little here, a little there. Person, if you're hired to do a job, you got to do the job. You can't just, uh, you know, fuch off. Sharei, and he brings a raya. The Gemara Masechta Brachas, the Mishnah really, says that when it came to workers, Pailim, so Pailim are working on the time of the Balabayas, and they're allowed to eat lunch. However, they're allowed to eat lunch, and then they're allowed to bench. But the Gemara says that since the fourth Brachan benching is only Midurabanan, we waive it for the Pailim to go back to work, because they're on someone else's time. So the Rabbanon said you don't have to bench the fourth bracha because you're on someone else's time. Now nowadays, the, the Gemara said, the Shulchan Aruch says, nowadays the, uh, the, the employers understand that you can bench the whole benching. They're not so makbit. But in the days of Chazal, they were makbit on it. So even though you're allowed to eat, whatever time, they obviously was made up to allow to eat, but not a full benching. So you see how careful a person has to be with his employer's time. V'chein, listen to this, chayev lavi b'chol kaychei. He has to work with, work with all his strength. Now what does all his strength mean? Uh, what does all his strength mean? You know, my Rebbe, Rav Rev, the Zechrein Levrach, his yard site was eighth yard site was Sunday. He always used to say over the Midrashim of how Parai got the Jews to be enslaved. And it started off that there was a, you know, a, a contest of, uh, you know, who could produce the most in one day. And, uh, you know, all the Jews came, and that day they produced, they worked as 
to their nth degree and they worked as hard as they could work. Bechol Kaichan. That's the lashon of the Medrash there. They worked Bechol Kaichan. Why? Because they're going to get a prize at the end of the day. Either get the contract for the, whatever it is, they'll get the prize. And the, the, the Medrash says everyone could work with all of their Kaichas once. But you can't do that on a constant basis. The problem was that at the end of the day, when, let's say, uh, you know, Ruvain produced a thousand bricks, he killed himself to the last Kaich, a thousand bricks. So he went into the office of the uh, Mitzrayim and they told the count of the bris and they said, okay, sign your name here. He signed his name. They notarized it. A thousand bricks. And every Jew signed on what he was able to produce. And then slowly but surely as they started enslaving them, they said, okay, we see you could produce a thousand bricks a day. Produce them. <laughs> that was the first day when you're all excited, a new project, and all your kaiks, all the adrenaline. Day number 20, you can't do that anymore. It's backbreaking, it's impossible. And that's how they continued to break Klal Yisrael because they said, Look, you yourself signed on what you could produce. Don't be cheap now. You're ripping off the government, right? You're not a good citizen. That's what they did. So when the Shulchan Aruch over here says, Bechal Kaichai, he doesn't mean that Bechal Kaichai because you can't do that every day. But he means say you got to give it your all. person has to give it his all. And now he says an unbelievable thing. Sharei Yaakov HaTzadik. Since when is Yaakov called a Tzadik? We know Yosef's called a Tzadik. Yaakov's called a Vinu. Here, this is, this is a quote from the Rambam in the end of Hilchus uh, Schiris. Sharei Yaakov HaTzadik Omar Ki V'chol Koichi Avadi Yasavichen I served your father, he told Rachel Leah, with all of my Koyach. Because he worked with all his kayak, and that's what he said, I didn't sleep at night, not because he was not sleeping doing something else, because he was doing his work. A whole night he was made sure that everything was done properly. It's an unbelievable thing. The Ramam seems to be saying, the Shulchan seems to be saying that if a person serves his employer properly, he's honest in his, empl- in his employment, and he works so he gets schar that he eventually will become a rich person. I don't know what the honestly I don't know what the shaykhus is, right? You know what I mean? If, if I owe you hundred dollars and I pay you hundred dollars, there's no reason I should become rich. I owe you the hundred dollars, right? I do what I'm supposed to do. Guy's hired to do work; he's supposed to work to the best of his ability. So, but somehow he's saying that when a person does that. Yaakov Avinu, it's, this is a funny thing. This is not a Musa Sefer. It's not a Drusha Sefer. It's not a, you know, Ramban al here. This is a, a Shulchan Aruch, a Rambam. And they're saying, L'fichach, he took his schar by Lamazeh. They're telling us, a halacha, a halacha. You work b'chal kaicha, Yaakadosh Baruch Hu gives you ziyat adishmaya. I almost spoke, uh, Parshas, I, what, what Parsha was it? I guess it was Parshas, um, I guess it was Miketz, I think. It was Miketz. It was Miketz. Yeah, it was Miketz. When I uh, I changed my drush to Shabbos morning, and I said over a shtick of Rabbi Lebeviks about uh, the Chashmanoim. Um, so th- I was actually planning on speaking about this concept of a tzaddik. Why is Yosef called Yosef HaTzadik? And I, I had heard a share from someone about this, and he had brought this Rambam that says Yaakov was also called a tzaddik. And his basic idea, if I'm trying to remember correctly, I had a lot more I was going to add to it, but I never end up saying that, Drasha. But the basic idea he wanted to tie in was that if you look in the first uh, Ramon, Shulchan Aruch, it says, Shevisi Hashem Samid, this is Midas HaTzadikim. So the tzaddik is a person who does what he's supposed to do, and how does he make sure he does what he's supposed to do? He wanted to say that if you want to know 
um, if you want to know what the theme of a Sefer is, you look at the beginning. So if the Ramah tells us what the Midas HaTzadikim is, that means following Shulchan Aruch makes you a Tzadik. When you do things properly, you're called a just. A Tzadik is a Tzidkus. It's a person who's a just person. He does things correctly. So he wanted to say that how does a person make sure he's always going to do things right? Hashem is always with you and watching you, so you're going to do things correctly, right? Like, that was, that's the Ramah says. You know, when Hashem's with you, you don't want to hear embarrassed to do Averis. When Hashem's with you, you're going to make sure that you're honest. And you're, and you're going to be a Yosef HaTzadik and not do an Averu with Eishas Paitifar V'chotasi Hashem. And Yaakov Avinu, when nobody else is looking, right? No one else is with him and working with the sheep and things like that. But Yaakov Avinu says, I give it all my best. Why? Because I'm Yaakov Atzadik. Because I am living with Hashem and uh, I do what's right. So anyways, that's a shmuz b'fnei But this is a very interesting um, uh, thing. And I don't know if there's anywhere else that Yaakov is called Yaakov Atzadik. So just a piece of trivia as well. Uh, if you want to sound like a very educated person, so <laughs> you can say, hey, where's Yaakov Atzadik? The last, it's, this is the last halacha in Hilchah Schiris in the Rambam, and here it is also in sh- last halacha in Shin Lamed Zayin in Chaj Okay, let's turn the page to page 78. Continue with this theme. And this is from the Mesilas Yisharim. The Mesilas Yisharim is in the Midah of Nikios. Nikius is when a person makes sure he's knocky, he's clean from any type of little shemets, any little bit of, 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 uh, of wrongdoing. So if you, look at the, um, if you look at the second line, at the end of the line, um, What does he mean? I'm not sure what he means, Birchas Hamaitzi. But of course, the last bracha of Berchas Hamazan, that's what we just said as well, right? Is Pater from the fourth bracha, people who work. And even Kriyashma, you only have to read the first parsha. What about the rest? No. On someone else's time. For just things that are not obligations or mitzvahs. You have to make sure not to be mavatal, the malach of the balabayas. And if you don't do it, you're stealing, he's paying you and you're not doing it. You know, someone sent me a clip. Tonight is the 10th yard set of Rabbi Shmuel Bernbaum. Zechrein Levracha was the Rashiva in the Mir in Brooklyn. Shmuel Bernbaum. And uh, someone sent me a clip. Uh, not a clip, actually a whole shear. It was on a Google Drive, a 20-minute shear that he gave in a night kailol, in a good Israel base when in a flatbush, probably, I don't know, 20 years ago or something like that. And he comes in, and it was before Shavuos, and he sat down, and he spoke in English. That's why this, this whole shear is, uh, is, is, is like uh, something special, because I don't know if there's any other recordings of him speaking in English. And his English is very heavy European accented. It's almost, it's almost comical to listen to. Um, yeah, he asked in the middle, he says, maybe you don't understand my English, maybe I should speak in Yiddish. You know, you don't understand that either. Maybe you understand it. <laughs> maybe you don't understand it less than you don't understand my English. But he started off, and this was, I, I, I lo- the whole thing was great, but he started off and he said an unbelievable thing. He said, you know what, it's my covet to be here. Why? He says, because you're working people. And Chazal tells us, When a person earns a living and supports his family, his wife and his children, he says, you're doing a mitzvah, you go out and you do a mitzvah to support your family. He says, I don't do that. I don't have that schus. 
Do you hear what's going on here? Shmuel Berman was sitting there, and he's telling this Balabatim, and you know what I mean? And they chashiv Balabatim, but Balabatim will work all day, just like every one of you. And he said, and he said, you're doing something that I don't do. Therefore, it's my covet to be able to talk to such chashiv people like you. And then he said, who knows? Maybe what the money I take is gezel. That's what he said. Because, you know, maybe I don't learn like, like I'm supposed to. And they pay me for it. So maybe it's Gezel. That's what he said. But I thought it was the most beautiful thing. That's what he told him. He says, you do something that I don't do. And you do a hush of a thing. Therefore, it's my covet that you invited me here to speak to you. And he said, and, and they looked at him like he was crazy. And then he goes, no, really. I, I really mean it. He said, you really meant it. He really meant it. It's unbelievable. So, so that's what the, that's what the, uh, the, uh, the 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 Gemara tells the story of came to talk to him. Abachilkia was an Amaira. He was a, he was working in the fields for somebody. He wouldn't even say Shalom Aleichem to them. They had to wait till he was done. He was done working. Now he could talk to them. The Yaakov Avinu Allah Vashalom, Mivar Bepiv, he doesn't call him Yaakov Atzadik, you notice. Yaakov Avinu, back to good old Yaakov Avinu, the one we know. He says, Hayisi Vayoi, Machalani Chorev, Ekerach Balayla, Batidan Shnos, and Tida Shnos, and This was my job. It was cold at night, it was, it was hot during the day, it was cold at night, I couldn't sleep, I didn't sleep, I was doing my job. Mayanu Eifoi, Hoiskim Banisea, Mishas Malacha. So what are people going to answer, the people who get busy with their own pleasures while they're supposed to be working? So that is that. So he continues. Someone who's hired to do a job. It's as if you have been sold to him for the day. I don't go into the halacha. There's a lot of lumdus in, in, in someone who's hired. Is, is he actually... Like uh, Evid for a day, you know, something like that. Is he has a shibud haguf? Does he have actual physical shibud to him? Oh, I don't love this and that. But he's saying he's like soul for the day. What's renting? Renting means or hiring means I bought you for the day. And if you do things for your own pleasure and someone else's time. If the guy is not Michael, you ain't Michael. And he continues, fine. Um, and look what he says. We know Averis of Ben Adam Lechaveri. Even Yom Kippur is not Mechaper. You need the guy to be Michael, you. What if on someone else's time you did a mitzvah? Don't think it's a mitzvah you're allowed to do it. That's not, that's not a mitzvah. Now, this is where industry, industry standards will play a very big role. What's normal? You're allowed to go get a coffee? You're allowed to go to the bathroom? You're allowed to uh, answer a text? You know, are you allowed to... It, it depends on your... On your uh, it may depend on your situation, exactly how much of a person is, and what's normal, and what's expected, you know, and what's this, this is, a minig hamedina plays a bigger, a big role in this, you know, what 10 years ago was expected from a person, maybe today is a little different, because everybody's texting and, 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 and messaging, and things like that, and uh, it might be accepted that a certain amount is allowed, 
um, as opposed to 10 years ago, where maybe not. Or 10 years ago, you might have said that, you know, but phone calls. But you've got a phone call middle. You know, there is, you know, obviously, you know, obviously, in the United States of America, in most industries, uh, people are not mama shavadim to work 60 minutes on the hour, right? It's not going to work. You need, as you know, uh, you know, um, you need, uh, like it says in the lahavdal elif alfi havdalis, it says in the Perkeyavis, in the 48 Kenyanim, the Tyra's Nickness, Miut Sicha. It says a little bit of schmoozing. So literally it means Miut means you should, you should decrease your Sicha. But I think the Gras and maybe Chaim Velasha, someone says, no, you need a little bit of Sicha in order to be able to learn the rest of the time. You know, you need a little break. Everybody needs a little break. So even they agree that the little bit of break makes you work better the other 45 minutes. But again, if a guy's going to spend uh, 40 minutes out of his hour sticking around on his phone and only work 20 minutes, that's not an accepted thing. That's my, that's, that, that is Gezel. It came up at our Gouda convention. Someone asked uh, Rav Shmuel Kamenetsky about, uh, about texting a, t- a teacher, texting during, uh, during class. And he, he said, the guy's a goslin. I mean, he's hired to work, not to text. Now again, if in that school that's a, you know, that's a, you know, a norm and they allow it or something like that, okay, you get... But it's, it's, it's not a simple thing. It's not a simple thing. And again, uh, you know, and as, you know, some of you are employees, others are employers. You know what I mean? You know both sides of the coin, right? So, you know, you have to know, you have to, you have to know. It's, it's, it's a hard balance. But, you know, when you see your employees sticking around all day on the, on the phone, you know, they're not getting work done. It's, 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 it's guessing. Okay, now let us do the last thing for tonight on page 79. And this is from the Sefer Avas Chesed, which we are going to learn um, a, lot of, a lot on Wednesday night because it's more about the employee, uh, the employee, employer paying on time and his chiyuvim. But on the bottom here, in a note, he writes, if you see where there's that star, he says, "Va'agav atik bekan mikuntres fastamim shali." The Chavetz Chaim and Avas Chesed brings a piece from a different sefer of his called Svastamim, and he says, "Dvar eitz achas." I'm going to give you a good piece of advice. Hanegel inyan iser gezel va'oishek schar sacher. When it comes to stealing and/or holding back wages, v'hu shekol adam shemevakish la damacher sheyasle eze pula b'schar. If you hire someone to do something, you should make up very clearly beforehand what needs to be done. It should be very clear. It's possible to be a gazlan or an oishik schar or someone who doesn't pay his wages. Why? Unless you're going to be the opposite, you're going to be a person who's willing to give up so much money so that you shouldn't be even a suffix of a gazlan. Why? Here you're hiring a guy, let's say, just to be your like your uh, your servant, your your, your your you know your groundskeeper. You know he's your butler. So there's so many different things he has to do a whole year. It's possible a lot of times there'll be a little bit of a disagreement about the payment for a said job. And each one thinks the other guy's ripping him off. Right? But you know what? I'm not going to make a fight. You know what I mean? So I'm just going to walk away. But he doesn't really forgive him. 
And sometimes there's actually an all-out fight between the two. And here's the line. And according to the halacha, Again, no terms were spoken out. You have to go with the minigamadina, the industry standard. The place and the time. So you can't just look up at Shulchan Aruch what to do. What's normal? So whatever the industry standard is, if you give him even one pruta less, Yikru Gazlan. So according to Torah law, you're a Gazlan. You didn't pay your wages. It's very hard sometimes to figure out on every single little detail of the job what's the industry standard on this, what's the industry standard on that. So you're having machlikes and what to do. The halach is the industry standard and it's very hard to figure out. So if you as the employer want to make sure that you're Yaitse and you're not a Gazel in any way, whatever he demands, you're gonna to have to pay because maybe he's right. And to start figuring it out every time is very hard. That's not very hard. Every time just give the guy what he wants. Okay, now right to lots So if you want to be a person who wants to be Ratze, to be Yoytze de Shemayim, Yiksev Imay Betchila. Make sure everything is clear. Everything should be spoken out clearly. Tomorrow I'm going to say Ashir on the Maram Shik, Zechrayin Levrocho. Zechrayin will be Aleph Shvat. I'm not going to say this part in the Shir tomorrow, but I'm just reminding it now. When he got his Rabbonus, I think from the city of Chust, I think it was, in Chust in Hungary, which was his main, rab- I shouldn't say his main Rabbonus, it was his big Rabbonus, it wasn't his longest Rabbonus, it was, his Rabbonus before that I think was 23 years in a small little shtetl, Jergen somewhere, but his main Rabbonus in Chust, so they sent him a Shtar Rabbonus, and they said, we're going to pay you 15 somethings. And they write over there that he was always someone who wanted to make sure to clarify everything. So he said, did you mean, I think they wrote 15 Zahuvim, golden coins. Did you actually mean 15 golden coins? Or did you mean 15 of a different coin, which was, I guess, the local currency? And they sent him back, no, we meant the 15 Zahuvim. Okay, good, clarified. Let's see. Everything should be clarified beforehand. And then there's no fakus anymore. Because if you make up a tznai, it's not like the minagamadina. You don't have to worry about it. Whatever it said in the contract, you're good. Um, Okay. Then he says, if you're a Tamil Chacham was doing the hiring, you should for sure be careful. Because besides the problem of Gezel, there might be a problem of Chil Hashem. Because the worker didn't get what he wanted. What's he going to say? He's not going to say, my employee... My, I'm sorry, my employer ripped me off. He said, my employer, the Talmud Chacham, oh, those Kailo Yungalites, you know, they're always trying to get out of things. They never want to pay, right? That's automatically. That's their B'nai Adam. They're going to be, and then it becomes out of Chil Hashem. So if your Talmud Chacham is the employer, you for sure want to make sure, or if you're a from Jew, oh, those Jews are always trying to weasel out of things, right? So you want to make sure that it shouldn't come a Chil Hashem either. So there the Chavetz Chaim is giving us 
a, a, a piece of advice. He's saying, I'm giving you a piece of advice here. He started off, Dover Dvar Achas. Give me a good piece of advice. Because really, and this is why we brought it in, the halachas kiminaga medina. But somehow, sometimes it's very hard to know what industry standards are, especially if you if your the job the job description covers many different types of jobs or many different types of different parts to the job, and you sh- what, so if the halach is kaminaga medina and you don't pay that, so you have a problem. You have a problem of gazel and you have a problem of fights and things like that. So an eitzatayva is everything should be spoken out clearly as much as possible, and then you don't have any problems. That is the eitzah of the chavetz chaim, and be'ez Hashem, we will continue. Um, with the halachas of Baltolin, of employer, employers p- paying their employees on time. As Hashem, we will continue with that on Wednesday.